Welcome to The Tailored Quill. I'm Taylor Wilkins, and I hope you enjoy today's perspective. Hey everybody, welcome back. You know, just recently there was a marathon of Star Wars movies on TV, and I just had it on the background. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I grew up with all the toys, love the movies, love the stories. And so I just had it on the background, and over the course of you know, watching like four movies in the background, I noticed something, which I'll get to in a second. But for those of you who don't know the just overall idea of Star Wars, it's a bunch of these stories between two opposing groups. One group, which is the good guys, they're called Jedi Knights, and then the bad guys are called Sith Lords. Now, the interesting thing about these, I mean, the Jedi's are like the heroes. They are supposed to be the peaceful warriors. Like you know, they're the military force that's just trying to restore order and peace and balance to the galaxy. While the Sith Lords are all about power and domination and destruction, but they want to just control the universe. They want to conquer the universe and be in charge of the whole galaxy, rule the galaxy. And so it's always a battle between good and evil polar opposites but what's interesting and this is just a very thinly veiled <laughs> corollary to christianity is that they were all jedi first whether they were jedi knights or became sith lords they all started off as jedi they all got light lightsabers they were all trained to restore order and balance and focus on the good but and this is the corollary to Christianity, like how the devil was originally an angel. It was all angels first, and then an angel decided to fall completely into sin, dramatically oversimplifying both Star Wars and religion. <laughs> so please, both communities don't get mad at me. But the point is that they that they were all they all started off as quote unquote the good guys, right? And then chose to be a bad guy. And so what I was when I was watching all these movies, and if you watch them in order, because they were filmed in different order of the actual storylines and blah, blah, blah. But if you watch them in like real chronological order, you realize that the good guys lose a ton. They fail a lot. And in particular, there are a couple really primary main characters who are good guys who fail to train their apprentices um, to be Jedi Knights and to stay on the good side and to, for lack of better words, not give in to sin and all of their desires for power and control and domination and violence and anger. And so they primarily fail to train these couple of Jedis to be Jedi Knights and those, those two apprentices ultimately go on to be two of the biggest bad guys of the entire storyline. And now I know this is all made up. I know these are just stories, but it's really interesting how this group of Jedi Knights who we are all supposed to see as the heroes, the epitomes of order and peace and love and compassion and consistency are extremely fallible and they make some really stupid mistakes that are really for lack of better words selfish 
like very selfishly guided mistakes, even though their order and their all of their teachings is to is about being selfless and compassionate to others and not so focused on your own thoughts and urges and desires. And so I, was, I had never really noticed this before, that like the primary storylines were all about how these Jedi Knights who we were supposed to revere were making some gigantic mistakes with catastrophic consequences. Really, really destructive and violent and tragic consequences. And so I was at first I was like really frustrated by this. Because these are stories where we're supposed to be rooting for the heroes, we're supposed to be rooting for the good guys, but they are really messing up. They really screwed up a lot, and a lot of people unfortunately died in the stories as a result of their mistakes. And they felt shame, and they went into exile, and it happened multiple times. So I got frustrated. I was like, what? Like, that's almost like this is kind of stupid. Like, this is the point of the story? But then I realized... Of course it is. Obviously, there wouldn't be a story if you didn't have a bad guy. But, so the bad guy needs to be quote-unquote created or needs to be tempted in some way to become the bad guy. So, sure. That notwithstanding, however, I realized that for all of these Jedi who made such mistakes, their greatest strength came from recognizing that they made a mistake, and instead of wallowing in shame they embraced that humility. They accepted it. They embraced the fact that, wow, I made a gigantic mistake. Now I wonder if there's some way that I can seek redemption and come back from this. And then some of their greatest strength, some of their absolute greatest evolution and transformation occurred because they decided, you know what, I'm going to own my shame, I'm going to own my failure, and I'm going to try and do something about this. I'm going to try to move forward. I'm going to try to do something that serves people differently and better now going forward. And so suddenly you realize, or I realize, and I want to share with you that the humility that these heroes faced is really, or experience, is really what's most heroic. And that's what we should be able to model from these fictional characters. There is a raging shortage of humility in the world right now. There's a lot of beautiful stuff that's shared around the world, beautiful moments of just human compassion and selflessness and humility. But the thing that gets the the most airtime is the arrogance and the short-sightedness and the closed-mindedness that in the Star Wars world is very, very, very characteristic of the Sith of the bad guys who just want control, who just lust for power, and they give in to their anger. They do not become masters of their emotions. They give in to their emotions and let it drive the car. And so in this way, being humble is heroic because it keeps you open-minded. Humility requires openness. It requires a sense of grounding and open-mindedness to realize and accept that when you make mistakes or when you're wrong about something, that in particular is its own epidemic these days because nobody wants to be wrong. 
everybody's sharing such strong opinions that they think is so correct. Even this, even this episode could be viewed as me thinking that I'm right. But that's not true. This is a perspective. It's a perspective I've been thinking about. And it's something that's been reinforced a lot in my work, throughout my whole career, throughout my own personal mental health work over the years as well. So I'm open to a discussion about this. This is just what I've seen, and I'm trying to report what I think is a healthy perspective that could help. But if I'm wrong, that's okay. I'll make another episode that corrects it. And so humility requires that openness to hear other perspectives and to accept the fact that you might be wrong, whereas arrogance closes your mind. It tunnels your vision. Arrogance, entitlement, whatever you want to call it, self-centeredness, it makes you think that whatever is in your mind, whatever you're thinking, is the way, and you have blinders on to anybody else or anything else because that somehow serves you. It somehow feels like if you're right, then you have more power over other people. Or that you are somehow in more control in some kind of way. And that gives you that ego boost. And so it's all self-serving. The arrogance feeds that confidence, feeds that ego. And when you have a boosted ego, you're going to have even more arrogance and want to keep pumping that up. But how this connects... I mean, I could, I could stop it right there because it's enough of an important perspective just to share with you the reminder of how important humility is. And not just to be humble, but what humility does. It keeps you open-minded. I'm going to come back to that in a second. <clears throat> but how this connects back to why I even brought up Star Wars is that both Jedi Knights and Sith Lords are trained to, to have and to wield enormous amounts of power. It's the force, it's all sorts of skills and talents they develop, they're trained, and they just have enormous amounts of power individually at their disposal. It's the same with us. We all have an unbelievable amount of intelligence, experience, talents, and skills, able, abilities to communicate, tools to communicate, people we can communicate to. We have just an unbelievable amount of power in the world. More power than we ever have had. But just like the Jedi and just like the Sith, all it comes down to is your choice of how you use that power. How you use your intelligence. What you want to communicate with the world or with other people, how you want to communicate with them. Do you want to do it in a humble, conversational, open dialogue? Or do you want to do it in an arrogant, this is the way, this is the opinion, and this is the only right opinion, everybody needs to bow down to my idea, closed kind of way. So, you know, just another religious corollary, Regardless of your stances on free will, even if there is a God that has completely planned out exactly how everything is going to go, everything's predestined, everything's planned, everything's already written, you are still put into situations all the time 
big or small, where you get the you have the power to make a choice. It could be as small as at the coffee shop. You maybe change your mind and not get the coffee that you originally were going to get. Or it could be choosing between two totally different cities across the country that you are going to move to for two totally different jobs. And you have to choose between those. We always have the power of choice. Always. That is our freedom. Particularly right after July 4th, I always think about this concept of freedom, whether it's psychological freedom, choice freedom, whatever it may be. But we always have the power of choice. What a lot of us forget, though, is how much power we have that we can choose to use in different ways. So, kind of like I spoke about last week, this is a wonderful opportunity for you to monitor the choices you make. Monitor your behaviors. Monitor your motivations. Because if you decide to use your power, all of your intelligence, all of your talents, all of your communication abilities, in such a way that serves arrogance, which means that it's self-serving, it's very closed-minded, it's a little more dominant, you're hoping it's, com- it's just to feed your ego and confidence, that actually causes you pain. That actually causes tension. Because what happens is it clo- when it closes your mind off to other perspectives and other people, you then have to put a ton of energy into making sure those blinders stay on. Because you are being hit with new perspectives and new stimuli and new news articles all day long that are going to challenge your arrogance, challenge your tunnel vision, and challenge that opinion that you're trying so hard to defend. And so a ton of energy goes into defending it and keeping those blinders on. But that causes pain and tension. That causes stress and can be brutally exhausting. Furthermore, when you're focusing so hard on that, you no longer focus as much on those people around you. You're not as present in your work. Your relationships start to suffer because you're not paying attention to your loved ones as much as you should. Inadvertently, you're paying way too much attention on yourself, and so other people suffer. Now, on the flip side, if you remain humble, if you practice, if you, use, if you choose to use your power, all your talents, all your skills, all of your intelligence, for the sake of humility, that openness actually relieves a lot of anxiety. Being open-minded to other people's perspectives actually helps you take so much pressure off of yourself to be right all the time. It takes so much pressure off of yourself to defend your opinion as the only right opinion. Furthermore, what's even better, and this is the part that I'm obsessed with, is that if you're open you remain open to new ideas, new perspectives, new conversations, then you get to learn new things. And that is the fastest track 
to continuing to evolve as a human being and continue to succeed more. Whether it's in your relationship, thriving in your relationship, thriving in your career, whatever it might be, staying, keeping humility is not just about this idea of just being humble and being like, and just, you know, not egotistical. Being humble actually feeds your success, feeds your fulfillment, helps you thrive because it opens you up to the infinite things that you can learn. So just like all of the Jedi who either chose to maintain the Jedi life and make a ton of mistakes and learn from those mistakes, or the Sith who decided to focus completely on power and arrogance and give in to their anger and emotions, you have the power to choose how you want to use all of your power, your intelligence, your talents your skills. Hopefully you'll use it for good. These days we need open-mindedness. These days we need humility. More than that, we need the outcome of humility, which is healthier conversations, healthier interactions, respectful dialogues. Because if you can thrive if you can continue to grow and learn in your relationships and your career, it means everybody else can too. And we all can be happy. We can all be successful. Hey everyone, Taylor here. Thank you so much again for clicking and listening along today. As a reminder, if anything from this episode resonated deeply with you or relates to any stress or pain you might be experiencing, head to my website, the link is in the show notes, and contact me for a free full-length coaching session. Not only will we gain an enormous amount of clarity on what you're experiencing or what you're hoping to experience, but also will give you a strategy, like a first step, first little step that you can take that's going to make a huge difference to relieve your stress and your overwhelm and your confusion. So if you're interested in that and what we talked about in these episodes resonates with you, please go ahead and contact me to schedule your free session. In the meantime, take care, be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you soon.